Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Mark Stuchowski Podcast, the show that's all about helping you perform at an optimum level. I am Mr. Productivity, and it is my passion, my obsession in life to help you be more productive, to be more productive in our distracted world. And one of the ways I do that is by inviting you to sign up for my seven-day productivity challenge. It's a free challenge that all you have to do is two things. One, go to mrproductivity.com, which is my website. Remember, Mr. is all spelled out. And sign up right there at the top of the page. It says, join the seven-day productivity challenge. It's free, but you do have to give me two minutes a day over the next week, and I will teach you strategies on how to be more productive. The seven-day productivity challenge at mrproductivity.com. Today, I want to talk to you about five ways how you can stay productive throughout your day. Five ways to be more productive throughout your entire day. Because you probably wake up with the best of intentions. That you're going to have a great, super, incredibly productive day. But sometimes, oftentimes maybe, it gets derailed. So here are five ways on how you can get and stay productive throughout your day. Number one, let's start when you wake up. I want you to guard those first 60 to 90 minutes of your day militantly. So this means don't check email, don't check social media, and for goodness sake, just stop watching the news. Get up, do something for you. Something that's going to help you. Now, maybe this is reading your Bible or reading an inspirational book like How to Win Friends and Influence People or Think and Grow Rich. Maybe you pray, maybe you do yoga, maybe you meditate, maybe you get a cup of coffee and you go on the back porch and you just sit there and just watch the world come alive. Whatever it is, I want you to start your day intentionally. I don't want you to dive into social media and email and get barraged by all this negativity and all these fires in the world. There's plenty of time to look at those and deal with those later. What I want you to do is be very intentional. So when your eyes open up or when your alarm clock goes off, and the best time to wake up, by the way, is when you naturally wake up rather than be jolted awake by an alarm clock. So if you can set yourself up so where you're always waking up naturally, you're already ahead of the game in terms of starting a great productive day. If you stay in bed and you, cause it's warm and it's comfy and you're hanging out with your loved one or maybe your pets or whatever, the longer you dwell in bed, the harder it is to get out of bed. You know, I'm talking the truth here. So when you wake up, get out of bed, put those feet in the floor. Don't grab your phone. Do something that's going to help you get your day started off on the right foot. Number two, idea number two is take as many micro breaks as you need throughout the day. Now, a micro break is like two to five minutes long. And here's how you do it properly. If you work in a cubicle, if you work in an office, if you work from home, when it comes time to take a micro break. And now, let me ask, let me address this question. How do I know when to take a micro break? When you start to feel overwhelmed, frustrated, angry, like you're pushing a rope, I don't care if you're in the middle of a project. You get up from your work area. This is very important. You don't take a micro break sitting in your chair in your work area. You get up 
and you walk outside. I really recommend you walk outside. I know in the wintertime up north, it gets cold and snowy and blizzardy. And in the heat of the summer in the south, it gets really, really hot and steamy and humid. But go outside without your phone, or if you're going to bring your phone because you can't trust it leaving where it is, make sure the vibration's turned off and make sure it's muted. Put it in your pocket. Go away from talking people. The whole point is for you to get recentered. I want you to go someplace quiet and I want you to close your eyes. I want you to take several deep breaths. Now, if you've got an Apple Watch like I do, or if your smartwatch has a breathe app on it, go ahead and use that and just focus on your breathing. It only takes two to five minutes, but it's going to give you a natural energy lift. Maybe not for the rest of the day, but until you start feeling that sense of overwhelm again. Now, the key is you have to use these micro breaks whenever you start feeling overwhelmed. Don't say, I only have 10 more minutes or one more paragraph to write, because if you go take the micro break and come back, guess what might happen? You may get inspired, and you don't want to waste that because you're just trying to keep on keeping on when a two to five minute micro break really helps. So schedule the micro breaks whenever you need them. We're not talking a two-hour martini lunch, if you remember martini lunches. I don't, but if you do, we're not talking that. We're talking two to five minutes away from your work area, not on technology, not talking to anybody. Idea number three, learn the power of no. Most of us are kind, loving human beings, and we don't like to say no to people. We like to be people pleasers. But here's the thing about saying yes. Every time you say yes to someone or something, you have no idea how many people and things you're saying no to. Why? You can't see into the future. So if someone asks you, hey, can you be on this committee? Can you help me with this? Do you have 10 minutes? If you don't or you don't want to, be very professional, very polite, and say, no, I'm sorry, I don't have the bandwidth for doing this, or I could do it tomorrow. So you stay in control. So exercise the power of no, because if you look at the highly successful people in our world who happen to be the most wealthiest people in the world, they say no way more than they say yes. So take a lesson from them. Idea number four, learn to laugh a lot. Smile more. It's very difficult to be angry and smile and laugh. Not the creepy laugh, but I mean a genuine laugh. I once heard Tony Robbins say that when things are falling down around you, I mean, the whole world is shivering its timbers. Instead of getting angry and frustrated, do a big belly laugh. You talk about a device to change your state instantaneously is a big belly laugh. When's the last time you had a belly laugh? When's the last time you just laughed hysterically that you were crying? Not a sad cry, a happy cry. So when you're having those days and everything seems to be going against you, maybe you should do a belly laugh. Now, I want a little caveat here. Don't do a belly laugh when you're sitting in front of the judge in court or you get pulled over speeding and the police officer asks you for your license and registration, don't. that's not the time to do the belly laugh. Maybe after you leave the court or after the police officer drives away. But it can really change your state from a state of stress and anxiety and overwhelm to like, hey, as Marie Forleo says, everything is figureoutable 
So laugh. Learn to smile more. You're, it's amazing when I go around public and I see how many people scowls in their face. But smile. It doesn't cost you any money to smile. Now, when you smile, make sure you smile with your eyes. That's a tip I learned when I was a professional photographer many years ago. Don't do a creepy smile like, "Mm, that's weird. Don't do that. But a natural smile. It puts people at ease. It puts people in a state of comfort. So learn to laugh at yourself. Don't take your life or yourself too seriously. Life is meant to be enjoyed as well. And the fifth idea, make sure you have an end to your day. A fantastic book that I highly recommend you get is Cal Newport's book called Deep Work. It's a book that I wish I would have written. It's incredible. It's one of my top five all-time books. He talks about when you work in the corporate environment, you have an end of your day, right? Eventually, you leave the office and you go home. But people who work from home don't have an end of their day There's because they work from home. They're not going to leave the office and go home because they work from home. So whether you work in the corporate environment or if you work from home or at Starbucks or the library, make sure you have an end time of your day. Now, it doesn't have to be 5 o'clock. It can be 6 o'clock. It can be 5.30. It can change every day. But make sure you have a definitive end of your day. And when you say, okay, the day is over, then you stop working. You don't check emails anymore. You don't check you could check social media to consume, but I would really scale back on what you're doing because you need to have time to have fun, to watch those silly, pointless TV programs or those movies or maybe even play a video game. You need to enjoy life. Yes, you need to work hard, but you also need to enjoy life. So five ideas for you one more time for how to be productive throughout your day. Number one, start your day intentionally, not by grabbing your phone and getting into social media and checking the email and don't just take a news fast. You don't need to check the news. Instead, do something that's going to help you throughout your day. Number two, take micro breaks, two to five minute breaks whenever you need them throughout the day, whenever you're feeling that sense of overwhelm. Number three, learn to harness the power of no. Number four, learn to do a belly laugh again. You used to do it when you're a kid. When you're a teenager, learn to laugh again. Learn to smile more. And number five, have a definitive end to your day. Hope this episode of the Mark Stucheski podcast served you well. I would love to know what you thought of the episode. So the easiest way to do that is go to my website, mrproductivity.com. Remember, Mr. is all spelled out. Now, Full disclosure here, when you go to mrproductivity.com, you are directed to markstrucheski.com. You're welcome. There you can join the seven-day productivity challenge. You can send me a message by hitting on the contact tab or finding out where I am on social media. All the links are at the bottom of my webpage. I really want to hear from you. Now, don't send me a marketing message with a whole bunch of links. If you really want to come out and say, hey, Mark, I got a suggestion or thank you for this episode or whatever, send me a message because I do get messages and I reply to all the legitimate, real messages, not the spammy messages. I do reply to them all. So I'd love to hear from you. Now, if you're thinking, oh, everyone's already doing it, have I heard from you? 
That's the important thing. Have I heard from you? Also at mrproductivity.com, you can find out about my coaching and I'm going to be releasing courses in the future. So everything you want to do, one central point, mrproductivity.com. Thank you so much for either watching this video or listening to this podcast of the Mark Stuchowski podcast. I love you so much. I'm not just saying that because it's a cool, cliche thing to say. I really appreciate your time and attention. Now, until we meet again, my friend, go be productive.